live from the bedroom. Well, my bedroom. Yes, we're both live from Adam's bedroom. Yes. Welcome. Yeah, I've got the weird. I've got the weird setup today for for this. Uh, here's what's spinning episode. But you know what? As long as it sounds good, it's all that matters. That's right, and it does indeed sound good. Perfect. Uh, we don't actually have any news today. Like, I have some album announcements. Go figure. Yeah, that's not but, a surprise. But um, no, like, kind of like outside of album announcement news, which is interesting. There's like a few things out there, but nothing worth mentioning, I don't think. Uh, do you have any news? Um <clears throat> I did. Oh, but I'm, but I'm not sure I do because <laughs> I wrote a note to myself to go look at it because I just saw it. What the heck did I? I don't. I don't remember what it is. Hmm. Okay. If I think of it, I will tell you. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I. I guess this is. This isn't really news. Uh, our friend Chris Thornson from Tidebringer, they are playing in Vancouver next Saturday, and I'm going to see them. That's exciting. How long is it? Like, you haven't seen, well, Tidebringer's new, but have you seen Shark Infested Dogs, the previous project before well, or after the Calgary show? After the, yeah, once out here. Yeah, once. Okay. Yeah. But I haven't seen Chris since that show. So that'll be good. They're opening for, it's not a headliner. They're opening for, oh gosh, what's the name of the band now? I need to know. They're the, the band that's headlining is doing a EP release show. Okay. And the band is called Of Artistry. That's interesting. That's a cool name, I think. It is. It's kind of like one of the bands we're talking about today. Yeah, exactly. Bands they, just like to name themselves of other things. Of <laughs> apparently. <laughs> uh they do not sound anything alike, though. Let me tell you that much. Okay. 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 But yeah, so that's their it's their first. Well, it's not their first show. They're playing before Vancouver, but it's their first set of shows as a band. There's Tidebringer. Right. <clears throat> Being so in yeah. in lieu of news, I'm curious. Do you have you seen the docu series Trainwreck Woodstock '99? Oh no! Everyone keeps telling me to watch it, and I keep oh. not oh. watching it for some reason. <laughs> I I just watched it this weekend because I was Shoot. being told a lot to. Uh, it'd be cool to talk about that because it was a friggin' dumpster fire of a festival. <laughs> so I've heard. Yeah. Yeah, my insane. sister watched it. She messaged me right after she watched it and was like, you have to watch this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Everyone at work that I know that knows I'm into music was like, you have to watch this. I'm like, okay, I will. I didn't. You didn't. You didn't watch it. Okay. Well, if you if you do watch it, we should talk about it. Because I think I'm behind a few docuseries that you've watched also. So there's no pressure. Yeah, I still can't believe I watched the... Beatles doc before you did. Yeah, I still haven't watched it. I mean, it's a commitment. Yeah, it's very, it's very long, but it's it's super interesting. 
I will watch it. We will do a Woodstock 99 episode. Okay. 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 Uh, I guess the only like newsish news is I'll say this at the beginning instead of at the end, but the episode we recorded with our friend Brian, the interview slash kill switch engage song draft. Uh, as you listen to this, we'll be dropping on Tuesday, the 23rd. So it's kind of a weird release day for us, mm-hmm. but because it's special, we will drop it on a Tuesday. So look drop out for it like that. it's hot on Tuesday. Drop it like it's kill switch engage. Want to hear about some album announcements? Yeah. And that was actually, I'm just looking up the music news that I had was actually an, an, an album announcement. So, Oh, then you go first. Well, I'm still trying to verify it because I kind of like it came in passing on one of my feeds and I didn't look into it, but now I can't find any information on it. So I'm trying mm. to, I'm wondering, I'm going to let you go and see it. And then I'll, I'll mention it after to see if you also know it. Yeah, maybe I do have my nose to the, the stuff. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but I <laughs> but you do like, have your nose to the stuff. Looks like you have your nose to the stuff a little bit right now. Yeah, exactly. To cat but cat. Cat. Oh yeah. She just loves me. That's what that means. Well, that's you're I the think, father. I think that that's something that cat owners made up so that they could make an excuse for their dog, cat butt being in their face. I mean, makes sense. Let's go with uh, let's go with one. Actually, here we have our first, technically two album announcements for 2023. Ooh. Uh, the what first one, st- first one being Anti Flag. Did you ever listen to Anti Flag that much? Begrudgingly. Really? You don't like it? Yeah. No, I don't like them, but I've never been into that like punk scene, that yelly punk thing scene. Fair enough. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they have a new album coming out on January sixth, so like right at the beginning. I I highly doubt there'll be another album released before that because that falls on a Friday, and I think that's the first Friday in January. So their new album is called Lies. They tell our children, and their first single they released was with. Shane told of Silverstein okay, doing some uh, vocalizers. Um, the song was actually quite good. I kind of agree with you. Like I'm not huge into anti-flag. I pretty much only listened to them because I saw them that one time. It seems like every time Billy Talent came to town, anti-flag was opening. Yeah. I saw or them rise with, against. Yeah. I saw them with Billy Talent and rise against an idea. Yeah. Yeah. I think we were at that concert together. I think so at the saddle them. Yeah. 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 So yeah. First new album announcement of, of the year so far that I've heard. Uh, the second one ties into an album that is coming out this year. So <laughs> that makes sense. That makes total sense. Can you explain it for our viewers though? They aren't as quick on the uptake as I am. Yes. <laughs> the hardcore band Chelsea Grin, who I didn't like at first, but then they got a new vocalist and then I was like, hey, this band is good. They announced a brand new double album. Okay. 
uh, it's called Suffer in Heaven, Suffer in Hell. The Suffer in Hell portion is coming out this year, November 11th. And I guess they've, like, it's it's actually a true double album. Like, they wrote 16 songs for this album. Okay. And kind of, there's like a natural split there. Yeah. So the first eight albums. Eight songs. It's a, eight, yes. Can you imagine? Eight albums. Releasing 16 albums this year. Yeah. First eight songs are being released November 11th. The, Remembrance Day is... I guess they're in the States, so they don't, might not know. Yeah, they probably don't care. Yeah. The Suffer in Heaven portion, the last eight songs, are coming out March 17th of 2023. So there you go. All, self all self-released. The first single is very good, very heavy. Very good, very heavy. We finally got an album announcement from Aviana. I've been waiting for this for yeah. like months. I also hate, I don't know if this is an Apple Music thing or if it's an Aviana thing, but I hate how they're, how everything's laid out on Apple Music for their releases. Because there's like four different EPs and they all have the exact same songs on them. But just like there's like one extra on the on one and then another extra on another and then another extra on another. That's really annoying. And then their new album, which is called Corporation, coming September 16th, has all of this this those EP songs on the album. Yeah, I see that. They've only got three songs off the album that aren't released yet. Yeah. That's dumb. It's weird. I don't like it. So I don't know if that's a, because I know Spotify can sometimes like combine singles into what looks like an EP that's not actually an EP. Yeah. And I wonder if Apple Music did the same thing. Yeah. Because we've reviewed uh, one of their EPs either yep. this year or last year. <clears throat> yep. And then. Yeah, he would come out with another. He would come out with a new single, and it would show up as an EP, with like the previous four songs and then that new single. And then he'd come out with another single, and they'd show up with those previous five songs. And it's just like I don't know. It's weird. That's really confusing. It's hard to track as yeah. a listener. So as soon as the album got announced, I went through my app, my Apple library, and I deleted all the EPs <laughs> <laughs> and just added pre-added the new album. So. We'll go from there nice nice um when is that album coming out september 16th is the new album or is the new single on our list for today or is from, it next week from aviana from, yeah it's not no it's on for next week okay well preview i didn't like it okay <laughs> it's just like very bleh i don't know it was weird and the the new song was with uh, Marcus Vick of Invent Animate. And after hearing him, I was like, hey, this guy's going to be cool on this they, song. And it was just very... He's not cool? I mean, he's fine. It's just the song itself fell flat for me. I don't know. People Last like time. it. It's weird. Okay. 
I don't know if we can talk about any singles next week. <laughs> well, why? Well, we have uh, 11 albums to review. Oh, my God. Why do you got to? Why, world, do we have to do this? Oh, holding absence. You moved. Oh, no, you you move it? Both. no, you put it on both this week and next week. So I've actually already reviewed it. I don't know if you've listened to it yet. The uh, The EP? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've listened to it and rated it. Okay, so why don't we talk about it this week and take it off of next week? Um, it's already, yeah, it's already on the list for this week. So, are you doing these things or am I? You do them. Okay. I did it. I'm taking off Aviana too. We'll uh, we'll do some singles for. Here's what's spinning fifty. Oh sure. baby, here's what's spinning fifty is going to be a nice one. So, oh, there's a special a special one on there special one yeah okay uh where am i more album announcements uh speaking of heavy um this band is kind of up and coming they're getting a lot of talk like kind of the same way that lorna shore is getting talk they're just not as heavy as them right what is a band called one five six silence interesting all numbers and- well, is silence a number? Well, no. Like, are they, are, are, do they stylize it as like the number one, the number five, and the number six, or is it like O N E? No, it's stylized as the number one five six, and, and then, then it's the number, actually the number slash, silence. <laughs> yeah, slash the number silence. Okay, perfect. That's right next to the ampersand on my keyboard. The number. There you silence. go. Yeah, perfect. Only Max have that though. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they've released a bunch of singles and then they finally announced a new album. It is called Narrative. It comes out September 2nd. Okay, okay. I have two more. Uh, apparently Periphery and their label is quite busy because they announced another band and another new album releasing on their label. I feel like every week I'm talking about a band releasing an album on Periphery's label. That is three dot recordings. Yeah, that's good. They're busy. Yeah, and also it's just like, okay, enough of this news. Just announce P5 already, please. Yeah. Uh, This band is called Boundaries. And the album is called Burying Brightness. Uh, It's a cool album artwork. That comes out October 14th. I haven't actually listened to the lead single yet. But I've heard it is quite good. Uh, last but not least, um, just from the first two singles from this album, uh, I like the I like the uh, album artwork. Sorry, you distracted. No, me. it's kind of like it's kind of like calming, isn't it? Yeah, it is, but also a little bit like the ring. <laughs> <laughs> like a girl's gonna crawl out of your computer screen. Exactly through the blue hole that's what they should have called the album through the blue hole probably not though no okay cool sorry derailed you this next one no that's good um judging from the first two singles from this last album announcement uh i've always liked this band never loved this band these first two singles are 
absolutely incredible in my opinion. And they finally announced a new album and I am very, very excited for it now. And that is fit for a King. Ooh, okay. They announced their album, the hell we create. It comes out October 28th. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Kirby, who's been in around the scene for quite a long time. He's like, he's done something. He's been really working his vocals because he sounds better than ever, in my opinion. Uh, and these first two singles off this album are just out of this world good. That's sweet. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, that's all uh, I got. Okay, so I will tell you mine because okay. I did find an article. I don't know why this was released so quietly and why it showed up on my feed enough to make a note for me. But uh, <laughs> it's actually not even that exciting. I feel like, anyways, Breaking Benjamin is is releasing a new album. Um, they're really? finished. Yeah, they're finished recording it. Uh, it's their sixth studio album. They haven't released the title of it, and uh, it's currently sitting with the label for eventual release. Is what I have. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. So I think I think that that'll be okay. I know that their last album wasn't incredible, but they still hold a special place in my heart. So we'll see how it goes. Interesting. As I was looking this up, I they they have been on tour. Yes. Yeah. So that's a pretty good indication that they're doing something. Mm-hmm. So otherwise, I mean, maybe they just need the money, but I feel like bands usually go on tour because it's like, hey, remember us? Yeah. Here's an album to drop. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I also was that came up while I was looking at this information about Breaking Benjamin. Apparently, Red may also be coming out with a new album. Oh, I haven't listened to them in a long time. I think there's only one album of Reds that I liked. No, two. Yeah, but they were both very good. They were, yeah. Uh, What even is... What even was Breaking Benjamin's last album? Aurora? I don't think I've ever even listened to that. I've listened to Ember. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's it. I've never listened to this Aurora. Maybe I'll check it up. I'm just yeah. Oh, I don't it's think acoustic I... versions of their previous really released songs. That's why I never listened to it. Yeah, but we definitely listened to Ember and like Phobia was the good one, and Dear Agony was okay, and then after that, it never got good again. Phobia. Yeah, Phobia is good. We are not alone. Was good. Yeah. Something standing in the way. Hmm. All right. Yep. Breaking Benjamin. Cool. Yep. There you go. We'll keep our eye on eye on that one. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So are we um, on to reviews? Reviews, yeah. So the other thing that happened this week is I couldn't find anything in Canadian. I'm not not to say I looked that hard, but like we we're not reviewing anything Canadian this week. None of our news is Canadian, so I don't know what to say to you people. I did. I, fe- I did like- give you. I did give us Canadian news. Did you? Uh, 
Tidebringer is going on their very first tour. Oh, yes. Thank across you. Across Canada. Yeah. <laughs> <Whew>. <laughs> that was a close one. So. <laughs> so there you go. Shout out Tidebringer. Yeah. Nice. Thank you, Adam, for picking up that slack. You got it. We're all, we're under control here. <laughs> um, yeah, I kind of added some stuff late. So I texted Kyle. What was it? What day is it today? Thursday? Yeah, you texted me on Tuesday, I think. I texted you on Tuesday, and we had uh, we had a we had like three albums and an EP listed to review today, and then a text to Kyle, and I was like, "We missed a pretty big one," or I Which missed I'm, a pretty big one. I'm really happy that we caught it. Yeah, because it's very good. Uh, yeah. Spoiler alert. Um, so we missed the uh, the debut album like full length album from unprocessed who's this really cool up and coming like i don't even know what music to call them to be honest yeah they kind of fall in that like the deer hunter category like it's kind of like heavy proggy but like a lot of r&b influence yeah yeah it's and it's like the you basically take the guitars and like we're in previous years or in previous decades it was really trendy to like scoop the mids in this new style of music, you like boost the mids. Like there's so, so much overtones in the guitar and then like really complicated guitar parts. And it's very cool. It's a cool sound. Yeah. Like Polyphius, Polyphia like. Yep. Yep. Even Dance Gavin Dance like. I know you don't love them, but like they really do that a lot too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, We will be talking about them, I'm sure, a little later into this list. I think yes. it's I think it's my turn. I think it's your turn. Yeah. There's one album on here I'm very curious about. So we'll see where it falls for you. So we have uh in total four full-length albums, two EPs, another EP that kind of snuck in there right at the end. Mm-hmm. So a top six so, today. Uh, that's right. Let me just sorry, one second here. I will say, should I preface? I don't know. What are you going to say? <laughs> uh, besides one release, every album got over 24 for me today, this week. Okay, okay. I really liked basically everything, everything we had this week in a very different way. Yeah, it was definitely an interesting week. And I've got three of six that are over 24. So it's just a 24. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there is definitely a clear loser this week. Oh, who's the loser? The loser is Norma Jean with the album Death Rattle Sing for Me. This is the exact one I was gonna say. Yeah. These guys are from uh Douglasville, Georgia, in the US. And uh I've never really loved Norma Jean. The first time I heard them was like off a headbanger's ball or like a a, a metal compilation album and like it was okay Mm -hmm. but i've never really gotten into them i know that there was one album that you were fairly into back in the day yes uh well there's there was a few okay um but the one that was very very good that would have been around the like headbangers journey one was a meridonial merid 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 diano I still don't know how to pronounce that. Um, 
yeah i've i've always like their first three albums i've never really listened to the anti-mother in 2008 was like it was decent mm-hmm. but yeah merit merit dianal i loved and wrongdoers i also really really liked okay and then i didn't really listen to their next two until this new one um okay so this was funny this is kind of how i figured this would go because after i listened to this album yeah i remember saying to a buddy at work i guess i don't need to say buddy his name is nick everyone knows him here now by now yeah. hi nick i was like this is the exact album or style of metal that kyle doesn't like because <laughs> it's very every time i die like oh yeah it's like punk hardcore vocals yeah it's this and that you got it you know me yeah. so well and i was like i don't think he's gonna like this this was my number two this week was it okay yeah. i loved it of course he did i probably listened to it more than any album on this list so this is like oh number two favorite yeah okay well yeah. this will be fun uh yeah, vocals, like you kind of mentioned, I don't like this style of vocals. I find it just like yelling indiscriminately. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't see the value in it personally, but it is. I gave it a 3.2 because there were some cool melodies that he had. Um, I only gave, I gave the vocals a 3.6, actually. Okay. It's my lowest score. Uh, it was the other stuff that stood out to me. The instruments the like kind of instrumental breaks that I really liked. Yeah. And, and, and you know me too, that like for me, production quality is a huge factor when I'm considering the instruments because I get very distracted by production styles. So sometimes I miss a lot of things on that might be tasty. Right. So that being said, I didn't get the same feeling from you. So I gave guitars and instruments a 3.7. Um, yeah, we're not like hugely far off, actually. It's probably the repeat score that'll be the one that's the furthest off. Yeah. Um, yeah, guitars and instruments, I gave a four. Okay. I gave drums a 3.6. This one was big. I gave drums 4.3. Okay. Yeah. I thought they just sounded really big. Um, in the headphone, in the headphones, I really enjoyed how they sounded. Yeah. Um, yeah, music music wise, they're like kind of my favorite part of the okay the okay. album. Cool. Uh, writing, I gave it three. Three, yeah, that's a big that's a big one. Uh, four point two yeah. for writing, and and for me, like a, a three basically qualifies that. Like, I did make it through the whole album. I wasn't totally into it, but I was like, I'm gonna give this a chance. Yeah, and it didn't turn me right off. So three is pretty pretty good. I uh. I mainly really liked just how the album was laid out. Mm-hmm. It did kind of, like flow really well for sure. Yeah, there was some cool, like I said, like kind of those like electronic-y instrumental breaks throughout. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the one thing that the Every Time I Die album last year that I that it didn't have was the Every Time I Die album last year like felt really long mm-hmm. and it was kind of like an onslaught and there wasn't like a break to it. This one was yeah just flowed a lot better had those breaks that you needed and was 
significantly shorter, which I think helped. For sure, for sure. Okay, uh, production. Uh, 3.5. Yeah, I give four. Okay. Yeah, this, this production score is something that I think that you and I really have to revisit the scale next year because, like, in today's I world, know, like, we've talked scale. about it. Like, there's nothing I've ever rated less than a than a three, I don't think, on this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Unless I really hated the album and then it was just a spite score. <laughs> Yeah, it's true because like almost everything sounds good these days. Yeah, so we'll have to reevaluate that, but uh, that's okay for now. Uh, repeatability, <laughs> I gave a one point five. Yeah, four point five for me. <laughs> Woof. Yeah, yeah. Didn't I, like the album. Liked the album. And for those who are listening, which is all of you, I pointed at myself as disliked, and then yes. Adam as liked. Hello. <laughs> so yeah, my total score was 24.6 okay and that was your number two hey yes um my my uh ratings this week do not reflect the actual scores okay fair enough yeah uh so my final score was 18.5 that's better than uh, better than other albums better than uh well, what's the one that we every time I die? Good lord. Yeah. Yeah, every time I die was not uh not for me. That one I didn't make it through, so good job, but, Regine. Oh, you listened to this whole album. Oh yeah, that's that's what I mean. Yeah, it did it did uh keep me interested enough for the whole album. So Okay. Okay. Um I just have to shout out the one song, uh Aria Obscura. Oh. <laughs> that's all I gotta say. God, that song is good. All right. Cool. My fifth favorite album this week is from the artist Arch Enemy with the album Deceivers. Oh, interesting. Halmstad, Sweden. Halmstad. I think this was... Also, yes, also number five for me. So curious about what your number six is. Well, we'll get there, won't we? Uh-huh. Yeah, everything everything this week for some reason like scored decently high, but just like average, <laughs> average high. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Like this album was my number five, and it's I think it's I think I scored it quite well. Okay. Yeah, no, I'd um, I like Arch Enemy, but it, this is exactly what I was expecting from them. Like, it's they're not really rewriting their brand at all. So that's the only thing I'll say on that. Oh, interesting. I kind of thought the opposite because they have a new vocalist. Yeah, but they've had her for a while, haven't haven't they? I think this is like her first or second album with them with her. Uh, what's her them? name? Uh, Alyssa. Alyssa something or other. Alyssa Blue Hair. <laughs> She's always got blue hair. That's true. Um. Because I went into this album, I've never really been an Arch Enemy fan. Alyssa White Blues. Oh, so it's white, not blue. Yeah. So you've never yeah. been an Arch Enemy fan? No, and I went into this album expecting like a an Arch Enemy sound in it. There was obviously some stuff that I was like, this is kind of what I expected. But there was a, a decent amount where it kind of like caught me off guard in a good way. Fair enough. Uh, so Alyssa's actually been on three studio albums oh, and wow. been okay. with them since 
the middle of 2014. Interesting. That shows how often I've listened to this band. Yeah, for sure. And like, like I say, it's uh, the the style of vocals for me. It's kind of like that uh, that growling, and I don't find it particularly melodic. But yep. she does do some clean vocals, which is cool, and I do like her clean vocals. Yes, I think Doomsday Machine was the maybe the last and potentially only album I've ever listened to by Arch Enemy. Is that right? They they for me they always cross my path because like people that I know that listen to metal or that I work with, they um always bring up Arch Enemy. Like they're just popular. I think is is kind of why they are. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, I can't say I've listened to an album, but they are always across my desk, and it's always the same thing. In my opinion, yes. yeah. Alyssa is very nice looking. She is indeed nice looking. <laughs> she's probably a nice lady. Also, I actually follow you know her what? on Facebook, and I like her posts. She's she's go. pretty. She's pretty personable. If she doesn't have someone writing for her. <laughs> <laughs> okay what did you give vocals i gave a 3.8 oh interesting uh i gave a four i was pretty impressed with them that's all i have okay. to say <laughs> okay uh guitar i gave a 3.6 uh 3.9 yeah, if you notice, this actually scored less than the Norma Jean's guitar. So, oh wow, I, yeah. Okay. So I, I found it um, a little bit like I did find Norma Jean's guitars and drums and instruments more creative than this. Like I say, this just seemed like the same Arch Enemy rinsed and repeated again. Right. Yep. I get that. Uh, yeah. So drums, I gave a three point four. Uh, I gave the drums the same as the guitar, 3.9. Okay. Uh, writing, I gave a 3.9 because I did like the album and I liked the flow and I liked, like, it, it was more interesting to me than the Norma Jean album. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Uh, 3.8 for the writing. Okay. okay. Uh, production was an even four. Uh, 4.2. Ooh. Uh, repeat was 3.5. Insane in the membrane. 3.8 for me. Okay. Great. Which I guess is actually decently high. That is pretty high. Yeah. Hmm. Did you get a haircut? I did. Yeah. <laughs> you turned on your profile and I see your neck. I know. It's all gone. Yeah. Uh, my final score was 22.2. Uh, 23.6. Mm, okay i maybe have lied to you there's two albums that went under 24 and this was one of them okay the other one was my sixth favorite yeah and was your sixth favorite was it like a definite favorite or did it kind of fall in in place with everything else you mean a definite least favorite yeah yeah um yeah it was pretty easy to put it as my least favorite yeah Okay, my fourth favorite. <laughs> and this is actually the one that I think that you're referring to. Okay. I think. 
Um, this is the artist, The Halo Effect, with the album Days of the Lost. Oh, no. No? Okay, so you Not, did like this one. This is my number one. Okay. We are all over the place this week, you and I. We are not in line at all. No, this one, uh, this one just, uh, it's one of those uh, situations. It hit my ear the right way this week, I think. Yeah, this is the band that is mostly in flames, right? All of the members have played in in flames at one point in their career. Gotcha. Which is kind of insane. Yeah, cool. These guys are from Gothenburg in Sweden. Yes. Um, I will say, I think, uh, again, it's the expectation thing. I expected one thing from this. Yeah. Uh, even just judging from the lead single. And I just, I felt that this was, this album was way more melodic than mm-hmm. I expected. The choruses were were really good. Um, obviously everything sounded good and I was kind of expecting just like, oh yeah, this will be like kind of in flames E guitar, which it was, yeah. but I just, I felt some, some kind of fresh spins on it for sure. And the vocals actually surprised me. Like if you remember the first album from in flames, which is, um, bounding, and lunar no lunar strain is the first album yes which was in 1994 and that's the only time that the singer from the halo effect was in in flames was for that album Mm. which i don't know about you but i haven't listened to lunar strain very much at all yeah i have a little bit but it doesn't it doesn't hit me like other in flames albums do for sure no, so it's so it's interesting actually how close this was to In Flames, given that the singer was barely In Flames. If you know what yeah. I'm saying, yeah. And his album, his like singing has clearly come a long way. Definitely, definitely. I mean, it's been whatever that math is, twenty eight years. So like that's insane. Yeah. To me. Um, I'm also looking at the In Flames like lineup timeline. They have had a lot of people in yeah, the band. Yeah. Do they have anyone that's been there for like currently for more than like what's their longest serving member right now? Uh their singer Anders Frieden. Frieden? Yeah. And their lead guitarist Slash, he started with them playing drums. <laughs> Bjorn Jalot. How long has um, Anders Frieden been in, in the band? Since 1995. And same as Bjorn. Oh. Really? Yep. I thought they changed singers like... I thought, they, I thought they did too, but I actually think that he just got like way better huh yeah because he's been around is, for a long time this is blowing my mind i know i have never dug into in flames like this and i'm just doing it now and i'm because they had a pretty sharp shift in in sound and vocal style right around like 
come clarity and a sense of purpose. Definitely. Yep. And then they just kind of honestly got worse. The siren charms and battles are so bad. I haven't even listened to them. Oh God, they're so bad. And then I, the mask was like decent. There was some, there was some songs in there that are good, but nothing like their new singles are sounding. No, which their new singles. We're going to talk about them later. They are baller. <sighs> what a new album. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So anyways, the halo effect. <laughs> halo effect. Very cool. Definitely worth the listen. Uh, I gave vocals a 3.9. Yeah, I gave vocals a four and that was my lowest score again. Okay. Okay. I was actually pretty average right across the board. Um, so guitars and drums both got 3.8. Um, guitars got 4.5. Drums got 4.4. Okay. You really liked them. All right. Yes. Yes, I did. I don't know why I felt critical about this. I might have to go back and listen again, but I only listened to this album once. Like it only caught me for, for one time. Hmm. Unlike other albums. Yes. Um, writing, I gave a four. Uh, yeah, 4.6. Like I said, the choruses, the melodies, I thought they were just on point. Even nice. The guitars, too, just had really cool melody to them. Just tickled my ear. Tickled your fancy. Yep. Uh, production, I gave a 4. I gave 4.6 for production, too. And wow. Repeat, I gave a 3.8. <laughs> um, also, another 4.5 for me oh so this scored very high is this your highest scoring even though even like i know it's your number one uh yes 26.6 oh that's higher than my highest interesting so i gave a 23.3 out of 30 was my final score fair enough yeah there's one other album on here that scored an even 26 but did not make my top favorite just just because of the repeatability factor okay and the mood i was in (laughs) yeah that that does happen for sure yeah okay so we're at your number three hey man you still haven't mentioned my least favorite release this week that's really funny Wait, uh, are you at number three or number four? I'm at my third favorite. This is right. the fourth album I've talked about. Right. Are you ready? I'm ready. This is the joint project by artists Alpha Wolf and Holding Absence with their EP, The Lost and the Longing. Shit, yeah, you still haven't mentioned my least favorite. Wow. Well, well, well now I know your least favorite. Well, yeah. Yeah, it uh, that's my number two. Like I say, we're not on point this week, but that's okay. Really not. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so Alpha Wolf, uh, hold Alpha Wolf is from Bernie, Tasmania, and Australia, and Holding Absence is from Wales. Wales. So I'm not actually sure how they met or how they started doing this thing, but they don't live close to each other at all. Yeah. Well, they're on the same label, so that must be mm, okay. how they somehow got there. They're both yeah, sharp tone. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, where did this fall for you? Number 
three? Uh, no, it's my number three. Yeah, your number three, my number four. Right. Okay. Um. Yeah, I liked it. It was a cool, cool project, and there's pretty varied styles mm-hmm. on very, this, which I liked. It's actually the same reason that I liked my number two, your number six, is there was kind of a, a cool mesh of sounds. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. The uh, what what was interesting is I really love holding absence, but the 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 like I guess it's the standalone. It seems like it seems like there was two songs out of four that that were co like true collabs, mm-hmm. and then the other two were like a like just Alpha Wolf and just holding right. absence. And being a, a much bigger Holding Absence fan than I am an Alpha Wolf fan, the Alpha Wolf song Hotel Underground was actually my standout track on this release. Yeah, it was killer. Oh, it was so good. I'm trying to... I I went back and looked at the uh, set list for when they played with Era, and they played Hotel Underground at the show I was at, and I, <laughs> and I don't remember that. Oh, that's funny. Which makes me sad. That's yeah, that's too bad. It's just probably too hot. <laughs> yeah, just focused on keeping your core temperature down. Yeah. Uh so this the collab <clears throat> I gave vocals a 4.0, just as kind of like a blanket. Of course, it's hard when they're doing collaboration, so it's just a blanket 4.0. Yeah. I also gave a 4.0. Uh guitar I gave 4.1 uh 3.8 okay okay uh drums i gave 4.2 4.1 writing i gave a 4 same production i gave 4.1 4.2 okay and repeat i gave a 4 also a 4 okay so i gave 24.4 it sounds like you're close we're very close 24.1 yeah okay okay so it seems like the bell curves of our ratings is is what really put us out of order this week. It was kind of like it was a really good so. week. Everything really stacked up well against each other, honestly. Yes. Yeah, even even my least favorite album like scored decent, I would say. Yeah. But just yeah, compared to everything else it just didn't uh didn't live up to the the didn't stuff tickle in your my ear holes. Yeah. All right, so my number two this week is the artist of virtue with the EP Sinner. Of virtue. They're from Michigan in the US. I don't know where in Michigan, but that's as far as I got with my research. Sorry, there's some breaking news, and I just have to. Is it breaking Benjamin? Quick. <laughs> it's not music related. Oh, okay. One second. It's Calgary Flames related. Oh. Are they hiring back Lionel McDonald? <laughs> <laughs> no, they are. Trading and signing someone. And it's big. Like, it's huge if this is true.
bum, 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 bum. Uh, I'll let that out. Okay. Sorry. I got very distracted because I just got a text message. This will mean nothing to you. Basically, the Cal- have, you, have you paid attention? You live in Calgary. I live in Okotoks. Uh, same shit, different pile. <laughs> um, have you heard anything about like what the Flames have done this offseason? Because like they've been like they had a major, major, major shakeup like on their team. Uh no, I'm not aware of it. You know who like you know who like Johnny Goudreau is? Yes, he's and the Ma- guy that is best. And Matthew Kachuk. Yes, also best. Okay. So they are both not Calgary Flames anymore. Okay. Uh, Johnny Goudreau signed with Columbus. Yeah. He was a free agent, so Calgary right. could have tried to sign him, but he decided to sign with Columbus. Okay. Then Matthew Kachuk. This all happened within like a week span, by the way. Yeah. Then Matthew Kachuk was like, I don't want to sign. He was also a free agent. And he was like, I don't want to sign long-term with the Flames. So the Flames were like, well, either we keep you for another year knowing you don't want to be here or we try and trade you. So they traded him to the Florida Panthers and they got back Florida Panthers top two players, which one of them was like arguably besides Connor McDavid, the best player in the league last year. Oh, so everyone was like, Oh shoot. We lost Johnny and we lost Matthew Kachuk. They're two best players for sure. But in return in the trade, got like one of the best players in the league and one of the best defensemen. So all this leading up to, there was one free agent on the market in the NHL that everyone had their eye on. His name's Nazem Kadri. He just won the Stanley Cup with Colorado, yeah, and is like, uh, like a like a game changer. Like you have him on your team and he will do very good things. He was tied to another team for the longest time. And then a report came out as I interrupted this podcast saying that the Calgary flames are trading Sean Monahan to free up cap space to sign this Nazem Kadri free agent, which is, basically takes it from like Calgary being like, Oh yeah, they'll make the playoffs to like, it'll be disappointing if they do anything less than get to the Stanley cup this year. Cool. Cool. That's what's happening. All right. So we're stacked up all of a sudden. (laughs) Actually. Yeah. (laughs) Like we have the, the flames now have like definitely the second best goalie in the league, probably the best defensive core. And now have like easily a top three forward group in the entire league. That's incredible. <sighs> okay. So of virtue, hey. <laughs> so music. Um, yeah, this is a, a virtue with the EP center. It uh yes. it was a cool, it was a cool EP. I'm, I like their sound. I like that they kind of bring electronic elements into it and they do it tastefully. Yep. Um, and I found that this EP just flowed really well. And it's funny because like I've been noticing a trend with myself that I'm tending to rate EPs 
like high compared to full length albums. Yeah. I think that, I think that what it means is that my taste for metal is changing. (laughs) I think I like the shorter, sweet, like kind of nice tight packages. In. Oh, okay. I was going to say in what way. Mm -hmm. And it's just in terms of, of delivery format, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of with you. It's like, I still like, it, it's got to depend on the band. Like I still like the long format albums sometimes. Yeah. Like obviously if like dream theater comes out with an album, that's like an hour and 10 minutes. I'm not going to bat an eye. Right. If they came out with an album that was like 35 minutes, I would be very intrigued. Yeah. 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 For sure. Cause like an EP, you can kind of like pack in your best of the best, like what sets you apart. Yeah, for sure. And like Dream Theater has so much that sets them apart that they can get away with a full length album. But some of these newer bands and like maybe this is showing my age or maybe this is going to be received with some backlash. But I think that we're getting to a stage in metal where like maybe quality over quantity is not a bad thing. Oh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, there's been. Yeah, again, I think it just depends on the band for me. But then I. In the same uh, in the same breath, <laughs> I hear like a band like this or a band like um, actually Lorna Shore is a good example with like their EP that they released last year. Mm-hmm. And when I hear an EP that I think is like phenomenal and it's like, oh, yeah, these are like three or four or five really solid songs, then it makes me curious at the same time to hear what a full length album would be like. Right. Right. from a band yeah like Lorna Shore like I'm very curious to hear what music like that's going to be in a long format and their 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 albums like not too long it's like 50 minutes yeah like 50 minutes of that music is a lot and they also I realized I meant to bring this up the last track on the new Lorna Shore album is 19 minutes long oh my god so it's like yeah. That's like I, that's like almost half the album in one song. Yeah. But I know what you're saying. I like this little kind of like here's three or four of our best songs. Yep. And yeah, with this band, yeah, I guess just stacked up against everything, like nothing like really stuck out to me. I think I, I think it still scored pretty well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I did appreciate some of that like mix of electronic stuff that the the title track sinner was definitely a standout track for me yeah i thought that was really i thought that was really well done i'm just looking sorry i'm just looking at the album again the ep yeah track number two because i'm bad with track names but i remember like where it sits on the album and i think i know which one you're talking about and it is definitely good yes Okay, so that being said, uh, score wise, I gave vocals a three point nine. Uh, three point six. Okay, guitar gave a. F- Sorry, go ahead. I was just saying, I think that's mainly because I didn't just love his vocals, even though they mm-hmm. weren't like bad. It's just the sound of them was just kind of. Mm. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, I I liked him. On the other hand, yeah, yeah. 
Um, guitar, I gave a four. Yeah, three point five for me. That's a little low. Yeah, nothing like standoutish, but yeah, like this. Yeah, sound of them more. The sound was yeah good, and I did consider guitars and instruments, so I can consider like all the synth and stuff in that as well. But yep, uh, drums I gave four point three. Oh wow, that's that's very high. Uh, three point six. Okay. Yeah, I thought some of the drum grooves put over the riffs were really creative. Like it was a different take on what I've heard before. Yeah. Uh, writing, I gave a 4.4 because of that. I liked the way it flowed. I liked the songs together and I liked how tight and sweet it was. Uh, yeah, I gave 4.2 for writing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, production, I gave 4.5. 4.4. Uh, 4. And repeat 4.5. Uh, a three. That's expected based on your comments. So like, yeah, liked it. Like I'll, I'll, it's a band that like, like I'll pay attention to them and see kind of like keep an eye on what they do next for sure. Mm-hmm. I think on another day, I would really like this. It's just, and again, I didn't necessarily not like it at all because I got 22.3. It's just. Mm-hmm. against everything else it just fell number six for me that's all fair enough uh it was 25.6 for me so oh that's big for ep oh yes all right the number one which i think is your uh it ended up falling four five no three 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 that's right we haven't done your three yet um, it fell number three, but it was my highest, second highest score of the week. Yeah, um, this, this was my late bloomer. Yeah, this was my highest score of the week. And this is, yeah, the one that you told me about on Tuesday. Yes. And I've listened to it three times since Tuesday. Nice. I. Yeah, I really enjoy it. This is this is that like new style. I don't know what genre it would be called anymore, but it's like that proggy, lots of mids, lots of complicated guitar lines, weird voicings on chords, but like it's got heavy elements to it. The Adam and Kyle podcast is sponsored by Canadiana Music. Canadiana Music is a new company in Southern Alberta that is built to drive the community supporting local artists and songwriters. Keep a tab on Canadiana Music to hear about information for local artists, upcoming events, and sponsorship options. Canadiana Music is also a fully equipped production company with a professional recording studio located in the beautiful Turner Valley. Reach out from their website at www.canadianamusic.com for any production or recording needs. Mention the Adam and Kyle podcast to receive 10% off of the label for your next event or recording. Follow Canadiana Music at Canadiana Music on social media. Check the show notes below for links. This is this is the band Unprocessed, which we talked about their EP this year already, and I really liked it. Also, yes, this album is called Gold, and these guys are from Wiesbaden in Germany. Mm-hmm. I would love to see this band live. Totally, that'd be very cool to hear kind of how that this all comes across live. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, I think I've said enough about it. My vocal score was my lowest score. I thought that the melodies were really cool, but 
they definitely didn't shine in the same way the guitars and drums did. Uh, yeah, vocals were was my lowest score, and it's quite a bit lower than instrumentals. Yes, I would say. yeah, yeah. I gave vocals a four. Same. Yeah, and I actually started lower. It was later in the album that I brought it back up again because there were some cool melodies that popped out. Mm-hmm. Uh, guitars, I gave a 4.5. Uh, 4.6. Okay. Uh, drums, I gave a 4.6. 4.7. You just want to be better than me? Mm-hmm. Uh, writing, I gave a 4.2. <laughs> Four point three. <laughs> oh, okay, funny. Well, yeah. Good luck getting higher than me on this one because production. I gave a full five. Oh, okay. Yeah, I gave four point four, and I don't know why. <laughs> okay. And repeatability, I gave a four point two. Even though I listened to it the most this week, it uh, just is something that you definitely need to be in the mood for to follow. True. Yeah, I gave it a four. So yeah, I had an even 26 out of 30. And mine was 26.5 out of 30. Okay. Yeah, this is this this album has it's it's a lot going on. Not a lot going on in terms of like the music of it itself is crazy, just like a lot going on in that there's a lot of different styles and it's it's very cool. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty digestible given what it is. Like it's not I wouldn't classify it like metal. Like sometimes when we call metal digestible is because it is a little bit more, uh, I hate to use the word mainstream, but mainstream. This is anything but mainstream, but still digestible for sure. Yeah, definitely. Okay, that was a good list this week. Sure was. Do you want to give us, or I guess we've got some singles too, or do you want to give us a preview to next week? Or what do you what are you thinking there? Uh, I've got two honorable mentions. Oh yeah, we got to do honorable mentions. Uh, the first one is a band called Royal Coda. This is actually uh, Will Swan from Dance Gavin Dance, other band. Cool, cool. Uh, um, guitar wise, yes, of course, it sounds like Dance Gavin Dance, but the like, it's it's less, um, it's more on the rocky side. Okay. And the vocals are better, in my opinion. I'll have to take a take a peek. Maybe it's just because I don't have any respect for Tilly and Pearson anymore. That's fair. Yep. But yeah, yeah, I liked the vocals better. Um, the album is called "To Only a Few at First. and it's uh, yeah, it's it's pretty good. And the only other honorable mention, which is from a, a fairly big band, I would say. From the grunge era, Collective Soul released a new album. Okay. And the album is called Vibrating. I have not heard it, but I just noticed that it was out and I said, hey, we should potentially talk about this because they're a good band. Yeah, they are. They write a lot of catchy shit. I don't know what they've been up to since the early 2000s because that's when I was listening to them. But uh... yeah. I was just trying to remember. There was one album that I just listened to a lot when I was that age. It was, it, was, it was the 
the red one, like the circusly looking one with a shine on it or heaven or shiny heaven. Did they only have, well, that's essential albums. I was like, I thought they had more than three albums. Oh, no, it was Blender. In the year 2000. In the year 2000. That had like Skin and Y Part 2 and Boast. Yeah. Yeah, and I I know that you 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 said grunge. I'm not sure I would classify these guys as grunge. Yeah, maybe not. That's just to me they're like alt rock is where I would put them, I think. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. They're just kind of in they were they kind of fell in with that era. Totally. Yeah, they they were definitely coming out around the times of like Nirvana and um uh, that other one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, Like Pearl Jam? Pearl Jam, yeah. And Alice in Chains. And uh, Stone Temple Pilots. That's the one I was thinking of, Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah. Yeah. We got there. Okay. We got there. But yeah, they're definitely in, in that same era. So that that's a good point. Yes. Um... Singles. Mm-hmm. I you... cheated and I listened to both of the Inflames singles. Well, we talked. One was on our list. Yeah, but we talked about the uh, the old other one a couple weeks ago already. I forgot. The state <laughs> of slow decay. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted yeah. to listen to it again. Mm. Yeah, we've talked about it already. Okay. Well, either way, I'm really pumped for this new album from them because these, the Great Deceiver really deceived my perspective <laughs> greatly <laughs> me greatly, you greatly. <laughs> yeah these um, songs are great and like we were talking about them earlier but the vocals that from in flames and like the melodies like this is definitely going back to a sense of purpose and like the cool days of in flames yes yeah they they, they sound great um great deceiver was heavier yes and standard okay like i don't think there was any cleanish like vocals or chorus in this one i'm not no. mistaken and they're like and his screaming is like pretty heavy yeah that's like good. different like he's he's gotten better over the years yeah i'm i'm pumped you can just tell by their imagery of like these singles too that's like yeah this is going to be a heavy release yeah no i'm here for it okay the um, I'm going to kind of blaze through these a bit, but uh, the 1984 by Slaughter to Prevail was really heavy. It yeah, was, it, it was fine. <laughs> I loved this song. Did you? <laughs> I, I I just, man, it just pumped. It just pumped me up. I just wanted to throw down when I heard it. That's All so those halftime parts. Yeah, you love halftime. Yeah, it's, it's uh. We had the same conversation when we've talked about Slaughter to Prevail before. Is like they don't really grab me the same way they grab you. Yeah. Um, Letting Go by Dayshell. Yes. It was okay. Sh- yeah. Shaylee Bourget, formerly of, of Mice and Men. Oh, is that who it is? Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, it was okay. It didn't really stand out to me. Like, I enjoyed listening to it, but it didn't grab my attention. Yep. It was good. I liked it. Didn't love yep. it. Yep, yep, yep. And then uh, Heavy is the Crown by Silosis. Yes, Josh from Architects. Yeah, this was a cool song. I was really into this song. Yeah, his uh, he's a, he's a talented songwriter. Mm-hmm. So is Silosis is are they going to be doing more stuff? Like he's just trying to get onto the heavier side, like out of the Architects kind of heart heavy rock, and into the more metal stuff. Is that right? uh, well, Silosis has always been metal. Okay. Um. And I don't think it's anything to do with like what Architects is doing. It's just he's just Silosis has been like a pretty consistent project, even with architects. So they're just kind of architects is more his, like, I don't know. I like, I, th- I, I assume it's his main band and kind of like the big, the big band, like they'll be yeah. touring big venues. I think Silosis is just his, he's always been into heavy music. I think he's the, a lot of the reason for like, even on that, last architects album like those big heavy sounding down tuned riffs like yeah. he's responsible for those so gotcha gotcha he brings that metal flavor cool well that makes sense that was all the singles unless you have anything else to say about those no i don't um yeah if you really liked this silosis song like their last like two or three albums have all been very good I was just looking at their Apple Music actually, so I'm going to be digging that, into that. That one that came out in 2020, Cycle of Suffering, is it called? Yep. Yep. Was well, awesome. Very, very good. And the one right before that was also good. I saw them. I thought you were at this show. I was there with Spencer. I saw them like the Silosis open for Trivium in Calgary. What venue? Mac Hall. Um, that other band was there. Um, it was Silosis and oh, Devil Driver, in Trivium. It was for the uh, either the In Waves tour or the Vengeance Falls tour. One of the two. I don't think I was at that show. I hmm. think I considered it, but I don't think I was there. That's kind of where I kind of found Silosis. Cool. And cool. I was like, hey, these guys are good. And then I realized it was the guy from Architects. They play music yeah um i think that's it we referred to yeah the kill switch engage song draft coming out on tuesday the 23rd mm-hmm. our next week after that our next episode here's what's spinning 49 we're almost at 50 if you can believe it yeah we are close uh here's what's spinning 49 has 10 albums on it we have uh new albums from five finger death punch panic at the disco demi lovato i prevail soil work russian circles orthodox spite spirit adrift and silver sun pickups that's a lot of s's sure is so i think what we potentially decided on is like we'll we'll maybe give like a overall just an overall score for five of them and then dive into the actual scores for like the top five kind of thing mm-hmm. which will be interesting because we obviously won't have the same the same top five i was just thinking that actually 
So I know yeah. I know the five figure death punch will be in my top five. I don't even know what will be in my top five. Oh, just yeah. Just judging from I I can maybe guess what will might be my number one, but you don't know until you listen to it. No, that's right. These are all it's this is interesting because these are all bands that I'm not familiar with, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I was actually looking at that. I'm like, I, I know of Soil Work. I know of I Prevail. But I don't, yeah, I don't listen to any of these bands regularly. No. And, like and a couple of them are new. Demi Lovato. Yeah. Yeah. Like Orthodox and Spite are pretty new. Spirit of Drift has not been around long. I Prevail hasn't been around long. Yeah. And th- these are Silver Sun pickups? Oh, or yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm just going to. Not pick Silver's them. pickups. Yeah, Silver Sun pickups. Because I think that they were on a, a various album that I had as a kid as well. Yeah. So that's what's coming up next week. Um, other than that, do you have anything to say to the people before we wrap up? Uh, wear sunscreen, don't get sunburned, the sun is the enemy, and don't drive into electrical poles. Wow. Yeah. Don't, don't do that. I almost didn't have internet this morning. Yeah, and then how would you all listeners hear our beautiful voices? You wouldn't. I was about to just give you like a phone call. What's a phone call? I know, right? (laughs) Um, Yeah, thanks as always for listening. That was our list. Uh, If I was going to say anything, go listen to Unprocessed. Go listen to Of Virtue and go listen to that song Aria Obscura from Norma Jean. Those were kind of the standouts from this week it seemed and the halo effect that was so good uh new and flames is here to stay um i may or may not keep in the hockey talk that was major news that's big time yeah that's uh that's i leave that up to you i'm pumped about that um but other than that this is here's what's spinning number 47 so in the coming weeks we'll be hitting number 50 um yeah stay tuned for that kill switch engage song draft coming out on tuesday and other than that you will hear from us next week thanks for hanging out with us